0: Get off your feet Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that 5-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of their great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in C-E-P-N in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We here at the CEP Network are always looking for sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are looking to promote in 2022 and want to be a part of our network, reach out and let's see what we can do. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about the When We Were Young Festival in Vegas, Lil Bow Wow and other kid music stars, Neil Young pulling his music from Spotify, and the recent controversy over Joe Rogan and racism. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on email or on the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland, as usual. I am back. I had a week off for uh, eh, sickness-ish. Not COVID, not COVID, not COVID. Uh, just a, a you sore- sure wasn't COVID. I'm positive. Uh, just a sore throat kind of deal. But I'm back. Excited to be back. Mr. Al Coretta stepped in for us last week. I listened to the majority of that episode. Seemed like a pretty good episode, and uh, I guess the "We Were Young" festival topic is off the table for us now because <laughs> you guys handled yeah, we, that. You guys handled that for us last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I asked him as a joke, legitimately, if he was going to go, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going." I was like, "Oh fuck," this conversation <laughs> took a turn quickly. <laughs> it's like shit, but I'll, I'll. We don't have to talk about it, but I'll. I'll all kidding aside, it is a really cool festival and it is a loaded lineup and I'm happy that I'm happy that, uh, the fans of that music get that. Like, I think, I think genuinely for the folks that do go, they're going to have a fucking great time. So, so um, the, I know we joked about it in the beginning, but
0: the one major question I have is you've said that you think this was a ploy the whole time, or at least that's what you told me in, in like through text. Deploy, what do you mean as in do you think this was a, a, supposed to be a three-day festival the whole time
1: yes you do yes so and do you, I have so do you think a semi-reliable source that has verified that to me <laughs> since then but
0: okay so it was all just rumors when they were saying that bands like didn't know what they were signing up for when they signed on and all that kind of stuff
1: um no i don't think those were rumors necessarily i think i'll 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 made the point uh concisely where he said look it's very well possible that yeah you band who said you didn't know you were booked on this festival it's very possible you didn't know that but your booking agent knew it and you just right now haven't been communicating with them efficiently enough i guess is the way that he put it okay um i do i mean i don't know It, it it it's 2022 so when you see something like this, it's a new festival. It hasn't happened before. It's not like it's a, it's a you, know, uh, you know, one of these festivals like Louder Than Life or Rocklahoma or one of these things that can happen. It's been happening for several years now. It's a new mm-hmm. thing. Right. Um, and it is a loaded lineup, you know? So I think people were in 2022 fashion calling bullshit like they do on everything.
0: So, so do you okay? Let me ask you this: Do you know, as far as the lineups go, is it like the same lineup each day?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see know how it's going to work see where now, they put bands and like in the day, but yeah, I mean, it's the same lineup.
0: See, doesn't that kind of doesn't that kind of suck though? Why? Because, like, what if you can't do all three days of the festival? So so okay so you are only doing
1: one day at a time. It's not a three day festival per se where the lineup changes. It's the right. same lineup, and they gave you three options to go.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So the the issue still is that in the beginning, everybody was worried about each band's only going to get twelve minutes to play, and you can't possibly see all the bands that you want to see. But in this scenario, you still have to choose what few bands you want to see each day. No, like, you how how though?
1: You see, you'll see everyone. So. Again, from another reliable source. Three stages. It'll be a rotating stage thing.
0: So kind of like Point Festa, <laughs> sort of. With their side stages. Once one's done, the other starts. Kind of thing, I don't know the specifics
1: okay. of that. Okay. But logistically speaking, yes, it can work. Okay, Everybody's going to have to be on their game. But this is it's a, it's a real festival. It'll happen. There will be some bands who play for 30 minutes and there will likely be some bands that play for 15 minutes. You're looking at like... Uh, what 17 bands a stage probably you know you have 12 hours to get it done to get it accomplished I think I, I did the math but I forget now it's been a couple weeks since I've done the math but yeah logistically speaking it can work and probably will work so you said uh, you said everybody's got
0: you said everybody's got to be on their game like that's
1: Legit. Production, I, the yeah. bands. Yeah. So, I, so I wonder effect. I wonder
0: I wonder if any of the days any band has to get bumped. Like if there's technical issues or anything like that. I wonder. I mean it just seems like this has to be a seamless thing.
1: Uh seamless is a strong word, but I mean it has to be a well oiled machine, yes. Yeah. But most yeah. festivals are. Yeah. Regardless of what happened at Astral World.
0: Yeah. Like, are you interested in this show?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would love to go. It'd be fun, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would like to go just because it's in Vegas, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I don't think it's expensive, too. The, the people that were saying it's expensive, I think that's silly. It's not expensive. Well, if it were... if it here, And this is the other thing we talked about last week, too. If it were a warped tour, you know, Al, again very eloquently stated, Hey, Warp tour is a tour. Meaning you don't have to pay bands as much money. Right? So the ticket price could be lower. The overall package is less, less dollars that you have to worry about. Whereas this, this is a show. It's not a tour, right? So you want to put on a big extravaganza. You're going to have to charge a hefty ticket price. Now, for all the bands that are there, and if you do legitimately have the option of seeing every single band that is there, that price isn't really that much at all, if you yeah. think about it. Now, I understand. You're already paying $400 for a ticket. Now you got to buy food. Now you got to buy booze. Now you got to pay for your hotel. That's America, baby. It's America. Capitalism. Join, join the club. Well, like,
0: the, well, the other thing that everybody's saying is that they're saying no refunds. Or anything like that, as far as, like, even if the show gets canceled, there's no refunds. I don't know how that works. That does not seem like something a live nation would do, but...
1: I didn't see that. Are you sure that's real?
0: A lot of people have said it. I don't know for sure. I haven't done the people research on People have said it. it,
1: but you haven't verified it for yourself?
0: Correct. You know, that's how I live my life normally.
1: I appreciate <laughs> you for doing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> when we were young... Let's find out. I want to verify that. Because
0: that just... To can't me, spread <laughs>
1: misinformation like Joe Rogan.
0: That just seems ridiculous.
1: If, it is ridiculous, and I don't you, believe it if for it's, one second. Especially
0: like if you're talking about some, you know, flying in, and you're talking about airfare, you're talking about hotel stay, everything. That that's just that's nuts. I know, I know. I know. I've seen a lot of people say that. Now, this was also back when they were promoting it as a one-day festival, so maybe things changed after they upped it to a three-day festival. I don't know. But like I said, it was always a Live Nation event, so that just seems doesn't really seem like a, something Live sucks. Nation would do. But.
1: I'm not going to spend much more time on this. It's really <laughs> it's right. frustrating that it just doesn't <laughs> tell me there are refunds or not. We'll leave that up in the air because it's not easy to find whether there are refunds or not, so fuck them. Right.
0: Okay, so let me uh, let me change directions here a little bit. This is going to be oh, a week. Th- it's, it's still music-related, but I'm curious if you knew this. Um I I don't remember where I even came up with this at, but you remember Lil
1: Bow Wow? I've met Lil Bow Wow.
0: No shit. So yes, Here's a good I story. Let's him. I wanna know. Let's hear this.
1: It's not a good story. Go on. <laughs> it's what not a good
0: him? story. Was he a dick?
1: He was a child when I met him. Oh, so, okay. So uh, he was he was
0: still Lil Bow Wow is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> imagine pilled up twenty-three year old me meeting child Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> You can picture it. Go ahead. What,
0: I can. I'm just curious. Do you know he's put out nine albums?
1: I never would have guessed.
0: Okay. Well, there there was this but also
1: not surprised.
0: The reason why this came up is there was like a Twitter thread where or an article that I came across saying that he was mad because uh, people were saying they couldn't name three of his songs. And I couldn't either. Yeah, I can't. I the literally the most that I remember about Lil Bow Wow was the movie Like Mike. Do you remember I don't that even movie? Know what
1: the fuck that is. You don't
0: remember Like Mike? No.
1: Oh man. What is that?
0: <laughs> it was a movie that he did when he was a kid.
1: But God. but Oh, bounce with me.
0: Oh yeah, bounce. yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. So that's the only one I know.
1: Okay. But And that's the only one anyone should know. Yeah. Go on.
0: So the the question I had off of this was do you know of any other kid hip hop artists? Or anything? So how old was he?
1: Same age. I don't know. The same age. Could you name a song? Where are you going with this? This is a weird conversation. I'm
0: I'm just, it it just sparked questions with me. So like, okay, Lil' Romeo, do you know a song that he made?
1: Can't. No. Don't know. No.
0: Okay. Can you name any others?
1: Does Aaron Carter count?
0: Oh, maybe. But that's not, is is that hip hop? Was that more poppy? I don't know.
1: It's cornball kid Disney hip hop, yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, I
0: was just I was just curious because I you don't I hadn't really thought about kids in the music industry that much. Um, I mean, you had like Michael Jackson at one point when he kind of did his thing as a kid, right? What? Why are you looking at me like that?
1: Are you referring to the Jackson Five, one well, of the biggest groups in the history of music? Well,
0: yes, but that what that's what I was saying is like that was a group.
1: Okay, so you're saying childhood. So, like, you said hip hop, though.
0: Well, I did, but I but it, I was trying to make it broader, as in like any any music music genre. Do you know kids stars. Kid stars that made it big?
1: Wheezy. Really? He a kid when he started. I
0: don't think I knew that.
1: You don't remember the the uh, Jesus Christ? What were they called? Not No Limit. What were they called? Oh, my God. Bling, bling. Every time I come around, I say that, I bling. He was a kid in that. I don't know. What are they called? What are, what are so, they called? But,
0: so he started out as a group also?
1: No, man. He was a solo artist. Hold on. Dude.
0: He was a solo artist that went by a group name?
1: Lil Wayne was a solo artist, has always been, but he was a part of the, uh, Oh, my God. What was that group called? I don't know. Why do you Fuck. keep asking? Not the Rough Riders. Um, uh, I'll find out. Jesus. <laughs> Wayne debuted at the age of 12, received his per- his first platinum certification five years later as the Hot Boys. Jesus. And immediately thereafter became a formidable solo artist with The Block is Hot in 1999. I know yeah, nothing of what you just said. You know who Lil Wayne is, though, right? Well, yes. Okay. Now after you back it up, then stop that he was a kid. He was a kid telling Okay, I know that song. Telling girls to back, back that, that ass up. Um the Hot Boys, Jesus. What is the record label called? Dude, this is driving me bad shit Anyway, it doesn't matter. So Lil Wayne would be he he'd be one, right? Um ch- child stuff.
0: I don't know. I don't either. That, that, that's why I was curious.
1: How did this question come about?
0: Just because I came across an article of a little bow wow, and I haven't thought of a little bow wow in God what knows how God knows how long. Well, it was saying it was saying that he was mad because people were saying they couldn't name three of his songs.
1: Cash Money Records, Jesus Christ! It finally just came to me. All right, go on. Sorry. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's all I had on that conversation. I was just curious. I didn't know if that could be spread into another conversation or not. I didn't, know, I didn't, know, if you, this I didn't know if you knew any any uh, kid
1: stars or not. I mean, there have been tons. Kid stars in music history.
0: I'm sure Aaron Carter's probably on there, and that dude is out of his freaking mind.
1: Well, meth is a powerful drug.
0: You think it's meth?
1: 100%, yes. Oh, wow. Judy Garland, Shirley Temple, Ugh. Frankie Lyman, Billy Preston.
0: So I know Any two. Those ring a bell? I know two that you've named. <laughs>
1: uh, so that's that. <laughs> you don't have anything newer than that. <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't care. I don't uh like. I'm trying to think in rock. Who was that terrible rock band that was all kids?
0: A rock band that maybe was they all were, kids. Maybe they were
1: considered metal. I don't know. That, that's to me, like if kids can play, they can play, but I don't want to hear from you until you've grown up and lived a life. So I don't really care. Like if there's like a, well, isn't that uh isn't baby pop? Aren't they, how old are they? I don't know or what that baby is. Baby metal, baby, baby metal. How old are they? Uh,
0: is that, is that the ones that did the, a song with bring me the horizon.
1: Yep. Uh, they're all 22 when they started they would have been children because they've been around a while i don't know what i don't even know baby metal debuted at Japan's summer sonic festival becoming the youngest act to ever perform at the festival at the average age of 12 and they should use that term perform loosely there because
0: how old are all those bts people
1: I don't know, but isn't it like a revolving door of people they bring in? Like once they get too old, like they get hair on their nuts, and then they gotta leave. Oh, really? Is that how that works? Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah, I was was the same thing as like Menudo. Like if you got too old, they had to get rid of you. Wow. I could be making that up, but I think I'm right. Um, But also, how many people are in that group? A lot. No, the Jonas Brothers. Oh yeah. There you go. True. There you go. That's all the answer you need to your <laughs>
0: question. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, while we're on music-related topics, let's go ahead and jump into the Spotify deal. So did, how much did you and Al talk about the whole Neil Young pulling for Spotify? You talked about it quite a bit. Quite a bit, yeah. Um, let So... Let's reiterate what your take was on this whole thing. Like what, what your your thought process is on Neil Young pulling. Was it really because of Joe Rogan? Is it really because of misinformation? Do you think there's anything of, anything else involved on why he would do this? Um, and the reason why I asked because we kind of text back and forth and you, you made a, a flyby comment that he was doing this on purpose because it was going to increase his streaming on other platforms.
1: Uh, yeah. So do yeah, you, do you absolutely. think,
0: you think that was strategy or you think it was just what came, it came with it?
1: Well, I think naturally in the world we live in today, yes, that comes with it. I think any publicity, whether bad or good when it comes to attention and getting streams, it's, it's going to help. Uh, I mean, who was the guy, the country star, the said the N word. And he was like, had the number one selling record oh, for like
0: Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, I, mean, I think we've proven that, right? Now, who's really listening to that guy's music? Probably people that don't have a problem with him saying the N-word. Let's be real honest about this, but I mean, nonetheless. I would, I would imagine in like that
0: scenario, it's more of, oh, I think I've heard of that guy before. Do I know any of his music? Not like, oh, I'm a fan of that guy now because he said the N-word. Let's like, listen to all of his music. I don't think that's how it went down
1: yeah okay well fuck that guy he sucks um (laughs) but so here's the thing my point was yeah it's going to increase the streams elsewhere and it's also going to increase record sales which it did he had the number two his greatest hits was like number two on the billboard charts um but the other thing was is i i i said the the hypocritical thing about it is he is a guy who just sold half of his catalog For a lot of money and the company that he sold, excuse me, the company that he sold it to is involved with the CEO of Pfizer. I did not know this. Okay. Now you'll have to fact check me on this. So if you want to do that while I'm speaking, go ahead, but we could just be a podcast (laughs) like all the other podcasts that says something and we don't need to fact check. And I think we should just do that.
0: And involve pal.
1: I think the Pfizer CEO is the CEO of this company. Hypnosis or whatever it's called. Okay. The, the the company that bought Neil Young's catalog. Weird. I believe that guy works for them. Okay. Okay. Now, who would want COVID misinformation ripped from existence more than that guy and right. that company? Right. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so, but also I just said, look, it's, it's hypocritical of him to be, because you got to think about who Neil Young is or was, he was a guy that fought against corporate America for the longest time. You know, he didn't want his music used in advertisements. He didn't, you know, he wanted, he always fought against record labels and, and this and that. So like, and he is a guy who previously fought against Spotify about how much they paid. Um, And I think, I think even once upon a time, tried to start a streaming service. Again, you might have to fact check me on all these things, but these are all things that I've read at some point. Um, So to be that guy and then go, well, no, I'm ripping my music off Spotify. If you don't, if you don't pull Joe Rogan's content off, well, that's just look, it's one. It and basically, what it is is it's one corporate machine versus another. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, it's all it fucking is. Yeah, Neil Young brings one corporate machine a ton of money, and Joe Rogan brings the other corporate machine a ton of money. Now, who brings more for the other? R- irrelevant, irrelevant at this point. But they both do that for each corporate machine. It's not about us, the consumer or the listener. It's not about Neil Young, the artist, and it's not about Joe Rogan, the podcaster. Yeah. What do you think would happen? So let me ask you this. If Neil Young were making Spotify more money, do you think they would have adhered to his request? Do you think they would have listened to him?
0: I don't know. I've actually... Fuck yeah. I, I don't know though, man. I've been torn with this because, because of the contract that Spotify signed with Rogan and how big that was. I don't know. I think it may be harder to to do than just say, oh, this guy's making more money. We're, we're pulling. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I know it's a simplistic way of looking at it, but you and, gotta think about and it. And
0: the you know? other the other side of that is, who is on Rogan's side here? So something you know, a lot of comedians are coming out now, uh, basically showing support for Rogan. And there's been a few like small comments saying, "What if we if if they if Spotify pulls Rogan, what if like should all of us pull our stuff off of Spotify?"
1: Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves though, because they're not saying that because of the Neil Young thing. This, this is a I know, completely different I know. situation. I, so we, I, I understand
0: so, that, but that's what sparked the like that's how it got this far.
1: Well, let before we go down that road, let's 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 conclude this Neil Young <laughs> thing. So I mean
0: Okay, well, here, but before you so we just said that Neil Young sold half this catalog. So that's where my question came in too, is like if this was strategy by chance and he thinks he was going to get more streaming somewhere else, I don't know like how much money is he going to make off of streaming off of half of his catalog? You know what I'm saying? Cause it would just have to be the half that he owns still. Right. And I don't even know if that's the big, like his big hits, like his greatest hits or anything. I don't, I don't know without
1: researching, but I think it's, a, I don't, I don't think it matters. Okay. Because at the end of the day, he's not relying on streaming yeah we, sure. we keep saying this i mean he's not yeah he's not so even if it is even if they own the, the half of his catalog where primarily those streams would come from it doesn't matter i mean i was surprised to see that neil young had as many listeners on spotify as he did as he well did i guess i guess yeah um so i mean there were people listening yeah where that money goes who fucking knows man it's the 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 deal, the deal with this catalog, I mean, they, they now own the rights to do what they want with that music. So, but he got $150 million for it. Right. We, this is the thing we talked about the last time we talked about artists selling their catalog. Is it more lucrative to just cash in now rather than wait and see what those royalties and what those deals bring to you in the future for an older artist? Yeah. Is it, is it, more lucrative for drake to do that i don't know how much they're gonna offer him right drake's worth a lot of money well yeah that, that's something
0: I, I said before too is like if you were drake and you knew you have a long career ahead of you still and you're gonna put out a lot more music if you were offered right now to sell what you've got would it for a like a large lump sum of money is it worth it i don't know maybe maybe but who knows? Might be. But but what's your career going to look like after this? You know what I mean? Is it going to continue to stay where it's at, or you know, any anything could happen? So I don't know. But but then if you also if you cashed out, could be beneficial. I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, the other thing that's important to think about too is when you're an older artist. I mean, how much is Neil Young really touring right. anymore? Yeah, I don't know, but I can't imagine he's in his seventies, late seventies. Right, I can't imagine it's a lot. So there's a big chunk of his income is is being reduced because he's not touring as much. Right. If you're a younger artist, even if you do sell your catalog, right, you didn't sell future music that you put out, so you still have the rights to that, and also you still have the ability to go out and tour and make money. Yeah. So it's not like all is lost if you're a younger artist and you do this. It's just what is more, what makes sense from a business from a business perspective in the long run. It, it, it depends. It depends on the, the upfront money.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. You know, so with Neil Young, I just, I just thought it was at the end of the day, it didn't, it didn't make waves as far as like artists like, yeah, I'm going to pull my, my music too. I mean, I think four have total and they're all older artists. Uh. And again, I just think it was hypocritical because again, it's one corporate machine versus the other. It, not, it had nothing to do. Well, and this is the other thing too. It's like, he's making the statement that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation about COVID. Where do you, where do you, where do you sit with that? Do you think Joe Rogan is actually spreading misinformation about COVID or do you think, well, well, just answer that question for me.
0: Me and you have talked. I've, I'm always, I've always been a fan of Rogan. I know we've talked down upon like some things that he said and, and stuff, but, I've I've always still been a fan of him. As far as saying that he is spreading misinformation, he's not. He has a plat- he has a platform that could potentially do that. But he's still somebody who has always, always tried to stay on both sides of the line, I think. As far as like the guests that he has on. He he has like, you know, opposite opinions all the time. And he does that on purpose to show both sides. And I know he put out this video uh, recently about how he's going to try to do that more, like because he thinks that that's something that is important to make sure that we have both sides of each argument. But in the culture we're in right now, and and with COVID and everything else, this is like so much serious than anything we've had to deal with in our lifetime. So I, I don't know. I, I I don't believe that he is purposely trying to spread misinformation, but I think he does have a platform that that is possible. But I think that the misinformation can be also be fixed by having other guests on that share their side too.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it fixes it.
0: Well, in, I, I, in the I, end though, it's all based off of your decision on what you like, what you choose to listen to, right? What you choose to be real. that, that That's the listener's decision.
1: Well, that's that's the important distinction to make that most people don't. True. You're smart enough to know that you have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I would say that he's walking a fine line of spreading misinformation. I don't think he's spreading misinformation when he's trying to A, be informed by having different doctors on and b inform his audience with having these different doctors on. What I think he's doing is because his platform is so large, He is spreading misinformation when he makes blanket statements. Now, the problem is, is he's in the moment. And a lot of times he doesn't know he's doing it. Okay. And those can be corrected, right? He can come back and say, geez, I didn't know I said that. I don't listen to me, which he often does say. But how many times are we going to let him do that before we go? All right, dude, I think you really do believe what you say. I think you really, you know what I'm saying? But but most times are we going to let him go? Don't listen to me. But most of the information
0: that he says comes from like reliable sources right so like so like the way the way i'm looking at him spreading misinformation would be if he has a scientist on like i can't remember um the name of the scientist he had on but they were talking about he was partially uh part of making the mrna vaccine and uh and he's a very published
1: scientist and stuff like that right You're talking about Robert Malone. Okay. so I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm asking. Well, that was
0: one of them, and there was another one, too, that he talked
1: about. It doesn't matter. Anyways,
0: so the spreading of misinformation, the way I look at that, would be if he had one of those people on, and then the next episode, he comes on and he tells someone else what he was told about that episode. That's him spreading it out. Like, him personally spreading misinformation isn't having someone on the show who tells him their side of the story or what they believe is happening right now, that's not Joe Rogan spreading misinformation. That's him having a platform that somebody else comes on and talks about. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but I think they're one and the same. I mean, he uses the platform to give people that information. So whether it's misinformation or not, and whether he intends for it to be the end-all be-all or the final say, and again, he does say that often, like, don't listen to me. Well, dude... Uh, look, the fact of the matter is, you're you. He essentially, uh, he's the biggest media personality on earth right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so and you I, can keep telling us not to listen to you, but the fact of the matter is, people are.
0: I think okay, he. I, mean? I think it's really setting in right now that he is oh, so much bigger than he even realized 100%. he was.
1: One hundred percent. And but here's the 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 other before we get into the most recent thing that has happened, look with the COVID misinformation, I I don't, I don't have a problem with him having varying opinions on a show. That's what a podcast should be. A podcast should be, uh, you know, I think take everything that is said on that show with a grain of salt. And I do, and I do. So the problem is, is most people don't,
0: right. Most
1: people, most people view it as matter of fact and they don't, do their due diligence, and try to get all of the information. I'm guilty of it just as much as everyone else in the world is. Trust me. What I don't like and what I think is spreading misinformation is when he knows he's making blanket statements and continues to do so. He knows it's problematic. He knows it can be dangerous, but he still does it. Now, again, I understand why he does it. He talks for thousands of hours. Eventually, you're going to say something wrong, or you're not going to understand what you're saying in the moment. So I get it. But that's what I have a problem with. And again, I don't have a solution to that other than he can continue to keep apologizing for that or backtracking and saying, don't listen to me or things of that nature. But one of the things that I've seen, and this is just my perception, he has a real arrogance about it. It's one of the things that Al and I talked about last week. He's become this this voice for the political right. And I don't think he intended to be this person but I don't think he's necessarily ashamed of it now. I think he's kind of basking in it a little bit. There's an arrogance that that comes with him now that I didn't see in him before. Now, again, I'm one person. This is just my perception. So don't think that, you know, don't think that I sh- I'm trying to convince the world of this. This is just the way that I see it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing it through my own distorted lens, but there's an arrogance that comes with him now and it's not just with covid it's with a lot of things it's the arrogance that allows him to puff on a fucking cigar and blow smoke into the camera and call someone a pussy because they can't deadlift or it's the same arrogance that allows him to puff on a cigar and blow smoke into the camera and talk about how he doesn't understand soccer i'm using two very minuscule examples of the of the bigger picture i know but do you but- think
0: do you, you so you think that's a real arrogance you don't think that's just a bit arrogance like
1: no I fu- think it's fun,
0: funny funny sort of i mean i wonder if the arrogance comes from like he just feels like this is all just so ridiculous not an arrogance like i'm that's... better than all this or i i'm worth more than all this but more like this is just everything is ridiculous right now
1: when you're saying everything like everything in the world or the fact that so many people are listening to me speak about these things both well, okay, everything in the world is ridiculous right now, but if he thinks it's so ridiculous that everyone takes him so seriously, then don't collect a paycheck.:
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: Don't collect ad revenue. yeah, do it for free, completely. One thousand percent that if, that within itself is fucking arrogant. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah,
1: I'm going to call you all morons for listening to me, but I'm still going to collect a paycheck. I don't know, man. I, you know, again, I, I'm not necessarily not a fan, you know, but, uh, there's just a lot of things that he does now that I just, I, I, they bother me, they don't have to bother anyone else. I'm not telling you to be bothered by the guy. They bother me. It's just not my thing. You know, and I know that I can just turn him off and I do, you the know, problem is,
0: you know, you know, something that cracked me right. up probably the most on listening to that episode with you and Al last week was... when al said i bet he's vaccinated oh yeah i was like what (laughs) he's like he's not a smart he's not a dumb guy like i bet i bet he is and who would know who would know if he is or not no one would
1: well that's a perfect point to segue into what's because you just said something you said that he's not a dumb guy so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i want i want you to hold on to that statement after (laughs) we get into this next part okay so he's well he's under fire now because like the internet does all too often, and like they're going to continue to do when they want to get rid of someone and when they want to cancel someone, they put together a, an out-of-context video of Joe Rogan using the N-word a bunch on his podcast, so on and so forth. So let me stop there. How did you feel when you saw the video?
0: I'm going to be honest. I have not watched the video.
1: Okay. How did you feel when you heard about the video?
0: it didn't bother me reason being is because I've I know like it, it
1: you know that it's out of context you know
0: that it's out of context and you know that he has a lot of friends that are black like he, well, he that doesn't matter it it, doesn't do, matter. it, it does because you, mm. me and you okay a lot of this is outside looking in people who don't listen to Rogan or heart have only listened to clips like this that's how they get their perception of Rogan that's not the way that me and you have done it. We know if he says the N word, it's, it's out of context or it's just a lot of times just to be funny or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not because of racism.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Go ahead. I, I, need to, I need to hear what you got to
1: say here. Well, we don't know what he does in his private life, but yes, on the podcast, uh, there is a context to it. Now... <laughs> here 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 are a couple of things so like the con the context that he uses it in is he's he's not saying it directed at any he's not directing it at anyone or at a group of people he's talking about the usage of the word in in various forms of life and in various parts of society right um now whether he's joking about that or not
0: which is an interesting concept right because the word uh, is, is the word is the most um i don't know what the word to use here the maybe the most interesting word out there because it can be used to mean all different emotions depending on who it is that's using the word
1: yeah yeah that's the well let's slow down you and i don't get any emotions when it comes to the word
0: well uh, understandable yes
1: Okay, that's,
0: but you know, that's, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Before we go down a really <laughs>
1: scary road here. Okay, go ahead.
0: But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, depending on who is using the word, it can be incredibly demeaning or it can be endearing. Like it depends on, you know what Hold I'm look. saying?
1: Like yeah, sure. Um,
0: not that he can sure. use it either way. Not that he should be using it either way. And he should have been smart enough, even in the past when this was just a bullshit show, just joking around with friends. That doesn't matter. He still should have never been using that word. However, if is that he how you knew... feel? Is that how you feel?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You don't think in any context, in any sort of educated conversation or informed conversation, he should be saying it? He should just say the N word, just to avoid this. Well, he, because, nev- he like never, you and I talking about. Back it.
0: then, he never could have expected that this
1: would be what it is. Yeah, but again, you say he's no dummy.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, I, he he should have been smart enough to not use the word no matter what. And the a video that he put out, and me and you texted back and forth about it, and it just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because of how he was coming out with and explaining himself. He was explaining himself by giving more instances where he's done it, and I to me that didn't feel right. Like I, I it was just kind of weird. Um, but the other way he was explaining himself was that he, when he would use the word, he was using it in the context of talking about somebody else using the word.
1: A lot of times, sometimes not,
0: but still, I don't feel that's right. I don't, I don't think he would should have ever had the right to use the word, even if he was talking about somebody else using the word.
1: I'm glad you said that. So one of the things that I texted you when I finally watch that video is, I don't believe that he thinks he shouldn't be able to use it in some contexts. I don't believe that here's why, because a lot of comedians believe that the word should be fair game. If it's used in the context of being funny. Now he's a part of that community, right? I don't know if he necessarily believes what he's saying in that video. I think he's just doing it to save face. Because Spotify has a real responsibility now, because Spotify has publicly stated that they won't tolerate hateful hate speech and and things of that nature. Now, was it what the out of context video posted? Was he using hate speech? No. But. Again, we're talking about that fine line. What do we do in this instance? And Spotify has also said that they don't want to censor anyone, but they don't want to claim responsibility either, which I think is is just incredibly just irresponsible on their part. You know? Do we
0: know, are, are these episodes where he used the word, are these on Spotify?
1: Uh, if they are, I believe they've been pulled. But again, I don't know. Because that, that, it
0: that was going to be my point, too. That... You know, when they first signed Rogan, there was a lot of episodes that they dropped that they would not put on their platform. I believe that, I mean, somebody in Spotify made a mistake if they didn't see that this could possibly be coming at some point. If they didn't do their due diligence by listening, by going through the episodes too, like this, and getting rid of stuff like that. Because that. I mean, in the in that vein, that's it's their fault too that they're giving a platform for that if they it, that is apparently something that they're against. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they saw this coming though. And this is the, and 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 to be honest with you, if we weren't in such a tumultuous time as a society because of COVID and the spreading of that misinformation, the the spreading of that misinformation and the 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 fact that the, since day one. It's been a political issue. It hasn't been about health. It hasn't been about let's as a fucking society come together and figure out the best way to get through this. We haven't done that. It's been a constant battle. So the fact that he is considered to be on one side of that, it made it possible for this to happen now. And look, in 2022, the easiest thing people can do to try to get you canceled or to get people rallying against you, and it is a giant fucking cop out, is call you a racist. It's easy to do. I can call you a racist right now. There are going to be a ton of people that believe it. I have nothing to back it up. I could pull together out of context clips. I could do what I want. I can say that about you. You can say it about me. Um, The truth doesn't matter. It's just once you're deemed racist, you're fucking fucked. You're screwed. So
0: What if Rogan, Spotify, and and everyone just kept quiet. There was no like trying to, I think he should have. There was no trying to save face. There was no putting out videos saying, this is why I did this, or I was ignorant to this, or this, that, or the other. And Spotify kept their mouth shut too. I mean, I don't, I wonder, I wonder if this would all have gone away already. And I also wonder how, I also wonder how long this lasts. Does this just go away? Some comedians say this is not, this is so, uh, who, who was, was it Shane McGillis that posted the, about, uh, no, not Shane. No. Who was it? Um, Andrew Schultz. You sent me a message that he put on Twitter that said, uh, what was the exact wording that he, he said, basically everybody needs to be showing, showing support for, for Rogan. And if not, your silence is going to be remembered.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Uh, so, you, I mean, that's
1: close. That's close enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about right that right there either.
1: bothers me, but let's, before we get into that, there's a couple other things that we, so the video, right. Okay. Um, the problem is someone can put it together, a video like that, and then you're really, really in trouble, right. Whether it's out of context or not like you said he puts out this apology video but then he kind of digs himself a a deeper hole puts himself in a deeper hole because he starts talking about other things he said that video that he put out he makes himself look really dumb so i want to go back to when you said he's not a dumb guy after watching that video i'm like i said to you last night i go man i don't know because it was an incredibly dumb story to tell about how when he was in philadelphia and he told that story about Planet of the Apes. That just makes him sound so unintelligent. And so, like, have you been living under a rock? Right. Like, what, what was that? How could he have possibly thought that would help him get out of the situation? Like, what? But people have been finding videos, and, you know, you're going to see this now. People have been finding videos and posting them online of other, other instances. And again, you got to understand the context, but other instances of him saying some incredibly questionable shit. Um, but again, he talks for thousands of hours in the moment. He says a lot of things that he's not going to understand in the moment that he's saying,
0: well, I think, he I, think he's, uh, I think he's also trying to tread the line between his whole career has always been on his own terms and doing what he wants and not really having to speak for, for a lot of like things that he said or done or whatever. And the podcast has been the same way up until he got with Spotify. Like yes. it was always on it's, his own terms and his own thing. So now he's like coming out to apologize for basically for Spotify. Yes. And try, but trying to also do it in a way where he's doing it on his own terms and explaining yeah, things Spotify on his apology. own way. That
1: wasn't a Joe Rogan apology. Right, but, I'm telling you, but I, I don't but think, I think he I... believes that he's not able to use that word in some contexts because he's a comedian. Because there are so many other comedians that feel the same way, and they've publicly said this.
2: Yeah.
1: Louis C.K. is one that comes to mind. I don't think that Joe Rogan really believes that when he's in a room, whether he's podcasting or not, when he's in a room with all of his fellow comedian friends, I don't believe that he thinks he has to now, when referring to a Richard Pryor album, say the n-word rather than the actual word just reciting the title of a Richard Pryor album I think he thinks he should be able to say that title yeah I don't think he thinks he should have to censor himself because of the context he didn't say it Richard Pryor said it right right now has he changed his mind in a matter of two days because of all this controversy okay maybe but the fact that he also said that he didn't know that he couldn't say it like come on bro yes you did but you thought you had a free pass because you're a comedian. You thought you had the, that, that sort of leeway that most of us don't have because you're a comedian. Um, I, uh,
0: which goes back to the, the, what I said earlier is that it's a very interesting word because if Dave Chappelle goes up there, he can say it a thousand times in a set that millions and millions of people are going to watch and never bat an eye. Now I understand well, the difference. I understand the difference, but it's, that's why it's such an interesting word.
1: I mean, interesting is one way of putting it. I would call it more of a controversial word because okay, I'll there are that. folks like Joe Rogan and the folks who would defend his ability to use that word in certain contexts that are upset that they can't say it versus other people who can say it. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to call it interesting, I'll let you I'll I'll give you that. But I mean, I mean, I would say I, I here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't find it controversial, controversial because I just avoid all situations to even say the well, N word.
0: Ab- absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to yeah. say that. Yeah, right.
1: Like Louis C.K. has that joke where he says the N word is just white people getting away with saying the actual word. Yeah. In a lot of ways, he's right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I just try to avoid the situation where I even have to say it. Now obviously we're having a conversation on our podcast, we have to talk about it. This is a giant topic we'd be idiots not to. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to put myself in a situation where it's even necessary, right? Right. And the reason and that's part of the reason why it's not controversial to me. I just don't have a desire to say it. Um and as someone Uh, maybe I shouldn't say it. No, fuck it. I'll say it. And as someone who has had the word used directed at me as a term of endearment from folks who are allowed to say it. Yeah. I didn't in the moment find it a term of endearment. Did you feel awkward? Well, no, I didn't feel awkward, but I didn't say, I didn't embrace it in a way because I don't want them to think like, Oh, cool. Now I'm now we're getting somewhere. Now I can like, no, 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 no. That's not the way it is, man. You say what you want to me. I'm not going to engage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the way that I treated it. You know, I didn't with like open arms. Like, oh yeah, here I am. I've arrived. Oh like, my no, God. No. That's not the way it is, <laughs> you know, because I, I want to avoid the controversy, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. I joke with you all the time. Like you try to avoid confrontation, which is a good thing. I'm not saying I joke, but really it's a good thing that you do that. Here is one aspect of life that, again, I just can we just not can we just not? Yeah, that's how that's yeah. how I that's how my brain, my body, my soul react to that. You know, I just the the subject of race and the subject of race in this fucking country and you know where I stand in it all. I just try to avoid. I just you know, I just. As much as possible. I understand it's it's impossible to avoid it all the time, but like I don't have a I don't have a dog in the fight as far as people who look like me being able to say that word. Right. I don't. Don't say it. If you don't want the consequences, don't fucking say it.
0: Did I, you just, do you uh do you follow Donnell Rawlings on any social media? Mm, I don't think so. So forgive me if I if I don't say it exactly the way he put it, but I'm pretty sure he posted a picture that was like a still shot from when him and Chappelle were on Rogan's show and the the comment that he made was basically like this this show right here would never have been possible if what people are saying is true okay I mean I mean here's the deal I no matter what we say about Rogan, I hope that I do hope that a lot of these comedians and his friends do take a stand on this. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know if that just means making a post on social media that says I don't believe that he has a racist bone in his body, uh, or if that means if Spotify were to decide to take Rogan down, that they all pull their stuff from Spotify also. I don't know. I, I don't know what what that means, but I do. I do hope that that he's not canceled, I guess. I understand because I because in the end,
1: not going to be canceled. We've already determined that cancel culture is bullshit.
0: In the end, what we said is that this majority of all this is based off of how you look at things individually and how you want to see things. And what he, the information that he puts out there, you can choose to do the research you want to. And if you don't like what he's putting out there, turn the show off. In yeah, the yeah. end, that's, right. that's yeah. your choice.
1: Yeah. I You know, the, the people that are, so for, for his friends and comedians and industry people coming to his defense, uh, you know, saying Joe's not racist. I don't know if they need to say that.
0: But what else do you I say? That, we, we we just we stand with Joe. I don't know. I don't know. Because I know. I but know. Also, I know you. you say, I don't know. Well, I mean, I know. I know you didn't like the statement that Andrew Schultz put out, but in a way, he's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. To defend their their uh, occupation, absolutely. Because because
0: in reality, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying like, how many careers has Joe Rogan given to people?
1: So what? It's irrelevant it means nothing in this situation. It means nothing. It, that's it, what it I mean, didn't it mean, like about it. It
0: means something in the fact that if you are someone who didn't really have much of a career before you went on his show and now your career is blasting off. I understand that takes a lot of hard work and grinding and stuff like that, but Rogan has made careers for people. And if those people aren't standing up and taking, you know, a stand with Rogan, that is kind of shitty
1: what if they don't agree with his usage of the word regardless of the context?
0: Well, then I think that if you are that good of a friend with Rogan, that you should have this con- this conversation with him and either don't post about it or if you do, I don't know. I there, There's got to be a way to where if you are still friends with him but you don't agree with what he, what he said or how he said it, there's got to be a way to portray that in a way that I still love Rogan to death, but... I don't really agree with this. And I think that Rogan's not the type of person that's going to just like shun that person away for doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but like I said, the or problem Rob, is, or is, you, again, or you just keep your mouth shut and just, dis- and if you're that, if you are that good of a friend with Rogan, he's going to understand. He's going to, he's going to know.
1: Yes. And if you are that good of a friend, why don't you just pick up the phone and call him?
0: Right. You know, in the in the, the whole the the silence will be remembered or whatever by who? Rogan himself? Is that it?
1: Yeah, like what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna keep tabs on all the people that like and I'm talking about Andrew Schultz, like you're gonna keep tabs on all the people in your industry that didn't stand up for the guy who I don't care if he's made people people's careers. What if he hasn't? What if he hasn't?
0: I mean, I guess maybe if that if you go deeper into that, maybe that looks like, well Rogan's going to know who didn't stand up for him, which also means that the the people in his clique of comedians and stuff, who are also major names now, are also going to know who didn't stand up for him, even though he helped their career. So then maybe they're shunned out of that clique or something, something along those lines, if that makes sense. Like, it can affect your career if you don't stand up for Rogan right now, is basically how how I'm looking at it,
1: yeah. Well, that's gross.
0: If that's how I meant it. I mean, we're also going by just off of a tweet.
1: So, are you saying that there are several folks who wouldn't be shit without Joe Rogan?
0: I'm saying that he has helped careers, that's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) You're towing the line like they are. There, You know, um... I don't think you're biting the hand that feeds you. If you're one of these guys and you don't say anything on social media, I think you're probably making a good decision. Now there but, are some but, guys. But, who hey,
0: that's you know that's the thing too though is if like talk about these guys who uh, who have been on Rogan's show countless times. If this whole cancel culture wants to go in and start going with a fine tooth comb over some of these conversations that they've had too. Cancel Culture can go after these guys, these comedians too. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, but I don't think they should be afraid of that. Yeah. Should they? They shouldn't be. How are they going to get canceled? Well, canceled uh, from what?
0: Well, so when I said earlier, like I didn't agree with how he was trying to defend himself and saying like, oh, well, uh, this is why I thought it was okay, and so I actually did this and this and this. Wasn't the, the whole the planet of the apes thing. Wasn't that talk like that when he was describing that he included Tom Segura and stuff in that conversation, right?
1: I don't think he was talking about Tom Segura. I think he was talking about somebody else.
0: Like who he went to the movie to see it with or something. Wasn't that Tom Segura? He used
1: the name Tommy. I don't think he was referring to Tom Segura. Oh, he wasn't. I think he was talking about another white bread moron that got scared. They were in a bad neighborhood. Okay. That's what I think. But who yeah. knows? Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, this is the worst thing that could have happened because he has an employer now. He's got to worry about Spotify. And Spotify has the right to pull his episodes. Spotify has the right to pull him from Spotify. They can say, see ya. It's their platform. They can do what they the want. Other,
0: the other side, though, is that... Rogan has money and Rogan had plenty of money before Spotify Orders. came around. Yep. So unless he has upped his lifestyle based off of the Spotify money, I don't see why, I, I don't know. if it. To me, I don't know that it would be worth all this. To not just, I mean, I, I don't know what his contract looks like with Spotify, but I would almost let Spotify drop me and do my own thing again. Because you're still going to make Buku's money off of the show by yourself.
1: That's what I'm saying. He's not going to be canceled. If, even if Spotify drops him, he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. You, do, you don't get to the level that Joe Rogan is at to let one out-of-context video that some shithead made completely ruin your career. It's not going to happen
0: but I think spotify's fine. I think spotify's backed into a corner right now too because they did give him as much money as they did and what if they if They'll they if, if they drop rogan does do other comedians who get a lot of streams drop their stuff also like is it a domino effect how much people do they actually lose off of spotify and if they but if they keep him how do pe- i mean how do people look at it you know do people look at it like well you are keeping somebody on your platform that is racist or, you know, spreads things that I don't feel are right or, or whatever. I, I don't,
1: he's I don't not know. the only one. Oh, I know. He's not the only racist. And I'm using air quotes. Please everyone understand that. He's not the only racist person on their platform. Yeah. Go do some research folks. Right. There are way worse shows, podcasts on Spotify that are actually intended to be racist Spotify hasn't pulled them yet go do your research they're there, they exist so no, he'll be fine look, if they lose Joe Rogan he'll be fine and they'll be fine and if Brendan Schaub wants to pull his podcast from Spotify guess what Spotify does
2: okay <laughs> says <Yeah>. okay
1: bye 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 Okay, see ya, yeah, and if that domino effect that you're talking about happens, Spotify will be fine. they'll be fine. trust me, yeah, I don't all know. of these other guys on Spotify didn't get the upfront money to be on Spotify. they're just on Spotify, just like I'm on Spotify. Do I generate as much do I generate as much uh traffic as, say? And Andrew Schultz, no, absolutely not. but I'm just on Spotify like he is. So if I pull my shit, Spotify goes, okay, see you later. right. You'll probably be back. you know right.
0: And that's the thing too is I, I, I wonder like with, with the Neil Young thing, like did he hope that it was going to be more of a domino effect than it was? because we only no. had like what four or five people who, who dropped?
1: No, I don't think I don't think Neil Young hoped anything other than I've made a commitment in an agreement with this company. This company wants me to do this thing in the long run. It doesn't hurt I want, me. Man, I don't it know, might even help me.
0: I wanna, I, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you that that happened. I just, I would like to know if that's true.
1: Is it possible that Neil Young believes Joe Rogan was spreading information misinformation about COVID? Sure. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's, it's not,
0: like yeah, because like you're affecting your own livelihood by pulling your music down because somebody else is spreading misinformation on a social or on a music platform. Like I don't that that doesn't seem right. Like there's got to be something bigger see at can... play.
1: Well, look. I did, do so you're saying that you think Neil Young thought that more people would follow him. Is that what you're saying?
0: I'm asking if he thought it would. I'm wondering if he if he expected there to be a bigger domino effect than there was.
1: Okay. Now I would have to do more research into this, but this is Neil Young sold 50% interest in his music catalog to Hypnosis, which is a billion dollar company which is owned by Blackstone. Blackstone just announced their newest senior advisor, senior advisor, I'm sorry, is the CEO of Pfizer.
0: So I mean, there's definitely a good connection there, and it does it does stand to reason that that could be what's going on, but nobody's talking about that, right?
1: Well, I don't know if that matters so much either, though. To be honest with you, it's interesting to think about. Yeah, right. It's almost like some fucking. It's interesting to think about. I don't think it matters at the end of the day. Again, you had one person looking out for their their financial interests. You had another person looking out for their financial interests. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. Say what you want. If it's about COVID and spreading this information, say if it's about your musical integrity at the end of the day, you have one person who brings in a healthy sum of money for one company and another person who's bringing in a healthy sum for another company. That's what it's about, man. Yep. It, it, I'm not saying that Neil Young doesn't believe what he said about Joe Rogan. Do I think it's the determining factor in all of this? No, I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: I, I, I mean, we don't even know if Neil Young has listened to an episode of Joe Rogan.
1: Uh, maybe does it matter. What if someone just told him, what if someone just paraphrased?
0: Then that is exactly what we've been talking about and that he should have kept his mouth shut this whole time.
1: It's the way we live our lives, bro. I know. We all know nothing.
0: We all know nothing. That is very true. That should
1: be the title of the show. We all know nothing.
0: But we also know everything, which is pretty cool, right?
1: Exactly. And that's <laughs> and that's the world we live in. 2022. We don't know shit about fuck. That's true. Um, well, and again, one thing I wanted to say before I forget is that's why I don't think Joe Rogan should have said anything. Or if he did perhaps not start telling stories about how you thought it just the things he said were so, it was just so dumb. Let me just tell the people listening to us who, what we're talking about. So in his apology video, he said, well, I now know that I should not be using the N word in any context. I now know it's not okay for me to do this. I understand that I have, and he did say something very important, which he's right about. Anytime this day and age that someone calls you racist, you've fucked up somehow. Mm -hmm. You've done something wrong. In the past, you know, he's right about that. I don't I'm not saying that's right for the person to just automatically call you racist. But but then he tells a story about how he went to go see Planet of the Apes in Philadelphia, I believe is the city he named. He was with some friends. And when they got to the neighborhood where the movie theater was, he goes, oh, man, I thought we were in Africa. I thought we were in Planet of the Apes. And I guess his whole point of telling the story is he now knows that that was a bad way of describing that situation. Yeah. Which it is. It's fucking terrible, but also it's dumb, It's just unintelligent. It's just so like, where, where's your brain? Why would you a say that in the first place? However many years ago you said it, but B say it now you're supposed to be this thinker who doesn't know anything. So don't listen to him, but you're supposed to be this thinker who likes all these different opinions and different viewpoints on the world. But uh, you felt you were in Planet of the Apes because you were in a bad neighborhood. Dare I say a black neighborhood, right. which is what he even said. It's like, come on, bro. It's it's racist, one thousand percent. But it's also just dumb. Like it just feels it's like-, like a bad. It's like yeah. a bad scene from a movie. You know, like a Klan rally at a in a movie. Like ugh, it's just so. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: he he is. It just it just feels weird that he it, it, like he was fueling the fire for people to go back and find more things that he said by, he by te- yeah, by telling people that, oh, well, I've said these other things too. And like I said, I think he's it's really sinking in that he is so much bigger than he ever realized that he actually was. And yeah. he's trying to toe the line between saving face for himself and saving face for Spotify. And and he's everything that he's always done has always been on his terms. And now he has an employer, which is making it a struggle for him to do that. And he's trying to find a middle ground somewhere on how to save face for both.
1: I don't think the employer is making it a struggle on him. I think the people are making it a struggle for his employer. Yeah. Which is a huge difference. And, And, you know, Al said something funny on the show last week, and I think he even commented on it. He's like, if I went into my place to work and started telling butthole jokes, right. my boss might find that to be problematic. Yeah, We're looking at the same thing. These aren't butthole jokes that he's telling, but he's, he's saying some shit that is getting the attention of a large portion of the population. That large portion of the population knows that Spotify is responsible for this content. So they're going to go after not only Joe Rogan, but in this case, his employer, and use that term loosely if you want, but Spotify. you know.
0: So let's say... Um, so, so what all platforms is Rogan on right now? He's specifically on Spotify, but he's, he's not on YouTube or anything anymore, right? Or is he?
1: They put clips on YouTube. They don't put the full shows they put clips on, YouTube. on
0: YouTube. So long game here. Let's say Spotify drops Rogan. That's their decision. That's what they do. Rogan goes back to YouTube... Kind of does his own thing. Do you think this whole cancel culture goes after YouTube or whatever platform he ends up on?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to follow him around for quite some time, possibly forever, but so what?
0: Well, I mean, the, the the point is
1: I'm not they, saying so much well, because every- I think it's OK for him to say that word. I'm no. saying, so what? Cancel culture, it, it's but my, not.
0: But my point is they're a domino effect in platforms. So like, say Spotify, who is a massive platform, they drop Rogan. So then he goes back to YouTube. Does YouTube drop him also? Like, does it is it a domino effect on these platforms to where there is actually a possibility that Rogan doesn't have a voice anymore unless he just does it like on his website?
1: Why wouldn't he just do it on his website?
0: I mean, he could, I guess. But then I guess, I don't know. I guess Alex Jones is still alive and he's out there kicking and doing stuff right after all of his mess. So I guess, I guess it's
1: possible. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Dave Chappelle's still on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is still, still booming. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. His big, and there's one other thing I want to say too. I, I'm glad I've remembered this. The other problem I have with his buddies, the people he's made rich defending him a lot of times what they do is they say that mainstream media is trying to cancel Joe Rogan mainstream media is attacking Joe Rogan Joe Rogan is mainstream media just because he's a comedian and he does a podcast and he gives his opinions doesn't mean he's not doing the same thing that mainstream media mainstream media does so because they've they're historically speaking fox news CNN CNBC MSNBC they've been known as mainstream media what they do is spreading information if they they spread misinformation and they create the narrative and they have an agenda and they brainwash us brainwash us all but Joe Rogan doesn't because he's just giving his opinions do you think half the shit that comes out of those fucking news networks isn't opinion right you know
0: yeah, I mean how is they may how think it's how, how fact, is it how, how is it right I mean how is how is it not considered opinion if you have two different news sources from two different sides of the political spectrum saying two different things tell me how is one fact and the other's not you know what I'm saying
1: like it's got to be how is it any different than what Joe Rogan exactly. is doing and that's my point yeah but he doesn't get a free pass just because he's a stand-up comedian who does a podcast and he gives his opinion on things right. you don't get a free pass dude Dude, you're bigger than all of the. I'll say the yeah, station. he's 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 too you're, deep. He's You're too... <laughs> bigger than all of the networks I just named. Yeah, you, you're mainstream media, and he's even he he's even admitted that that he's mainstream. He knows that.
2: Yeah.
1: The other people surround. I, I mean, the people that's around him, I don't think want to admit that because it gives them something to talk about on their platform. You know, if they defend Joe Rogan, they're going to get clicks. But who 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 else are they going to direct? The other side of the conversation, at you know, yeah. me and you, or CNN.
2: Right.
0: You think this affects UFC career at all?
1: I mean, probably not. No. Hmm.
0: Just, I'm just, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm trying to look at the long game and just look at all the different scenarios that can happen. I just want. I just wondered if I mean UFC would be. I know he's got his roots ingrained in the UFC, but like UFC would be the easiest to pull the plug on him if they wanted to and replace him.
1: Well, I mean, in a way, he has been replaced. He doesn't work that much for the UFC anymore. Yeah, true. You know, but it's another so, thing like,
0: where he does things on his own terms. He pretty much commentates the fights that he wants to f- commentate, and
2: yeah,
1: I, yeah. This is no, just... you're right he does. And that's why I said, I don't know if he believes that bullshit apology he gave. I don't know if he believes that, man.
0: Yeah. I
1: think he felt like he had to do it uh because of where his podcast lives, you know, but you know, we, the CEO of Spotify has come out and defended Joe Rogan publicly. So it's not like this is a new thing. And it's not like this is a sort of, behind closed doors situation that they find themselves in this has been a very public thing for quite some time now you know whether he's getting pressure from them whether he felt like i need to get ahead of this well it's like you said who is his fucking media manager or publicist they go i don't know but they're not doing a good job right like maybe i mean if i i would have been like hey man can you kind of not tell that planet of the ape story because <laughs> it's ridiculous on so many levels what do you Um,
0: what do you think about the i mean i guess it's a small blip right now but i don't know how big it will end up getting but this whole thing with the rock chiming in uh, on twitter as well i don't know if that was the like i i'm sure they're they're friends through like the ufc because i think that's anytime that i've heard rogan talk about the rock like meeting him it was like at a ufc event or something like that yeah um but I guess, so The Rock came out and made a post where he was standing, standing with Rogan and, uh, you know, basically taking his side and then somebody commented about it and then he basically made another tweet that said, uh, you know, I, I'm now educated on, on what's happened. I don't know if he ever should have said anything. Yeah, I don't know. Now, is The Rock going to get canceled? Absolutely not. He's the biggest actor on the planet. Of all time, but I, I don't know. I don't know if he should have gotten it. The best
1: thing to not have him on your side, but again, I think everyone will be okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think the rock should have said anything whether against or for Joe Rogan. Let me just keep it again. Does the rock need that validation on social media and on the internet that he's either for or against Joe Rogan? No. No, but maybe do, do, but do what, some what if, of Joe Rogan's friends.
0: What yes. if he thinks that what he was doing, like if, if, if Rogan is legit, a friend of his, what if he think, what if he legit thought that his, his statement saying that he was with Rogan would actually make an impact because he is the rock.
1: I mean, Dwayne motherfucking Johnson.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't know.
1: I probably, if I was him, I wouldn't have said him. Because he doesn't need to. Also, how what, what,
0: I, w- I wonder how much, like, I wonder if The Rock even posted that. Like, does he run his own social medias? He probably doesn't, does
1: he? I don't know. But what, like, are The Rock's fans expecting him to speak out against racism?
0: I mean, you wouldn't think so.
1: You would or wouldn't?
0: I wouldn't think so. Like, the, like, 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 if he doesn't say anything, I don't think anybody ever mentions The Rock. Like, like, he's not he's a million miles away from this if he doesn't say anything about it. But now yeah. that he is, now he said something, now he's sort of kind of attached. And now people can look at that like, well, if you're friends with a racist, then maybe, maybe your values aren't great and maybe I shouldn't be as this interested in you.
1: Is it possible he didn't know he was fucking racist, you assholes. This is the thing. We all live so... <laughs> Come on. I mean, I don't know. I don't... Yeah. I, I, well, it's an interesting <laughs> thing to think about. Like, you know, are the people that value The Rock and hi, him, him as a personality, are they expecting him to speak out against racism? On any level, in any sense? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, he's the biggest star on earth. So it's like, I don't know, but would they be upset if he didn't? Would it, would it even be a blip in the, in the, in the algorithm? I don't, I don't think so.
0: I, I don't, I don't think like the rock was never attached to this. Like his name was never anywhere ever connected to anything close to this. So like the only reason that he's even connected is because he said something.
1: Are we, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, it's not like anybody's gonna, like, if Rock never said anything, it's not like people are gonna be like, you know, I heard that The Rock is friend with Ro- friends with Rogan. I bet The Rock's racist. Like, I, there, that Dwayne, would never.
1: <laughs> Dwayne, you fucked up, bro. <laughs> Should've kept your mouth shut, homie. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we accomplished. I don't know if we ever answered the original question. What was the original question?
0: Was there an original question? I think it was just...
1: Will Joe Rogan be canceled? Was that a question?
0: I I mean, I I guess it could be, and and I guess my answer is we don't... Like, canceled fully? No, I don't think so. But canceled in a certain amount of ways, possibly. As in it is possible that Spotify could decide to drop him. Which would technically mean that he was canceled. Now, canceled completely to where we don't hear about Joe Rogan anymore? That's not going to happen.
1: I just, I just find it funny that there's this Mr. Free Speech is having to backtrack so much now about all of this. But
0: and also, would, it, would any of this be happening if he wasn't on Spotify? If he never would have taken the Spotify contract and he would have kept things going the way they were, would, he, would any of this be going on?
1: Well, this is one of the things like Al and I discussed last week where, you know, Al doesn't believe this is a matter of free speech. This is a matter of him saying things on a platform and the platform has the ability to remove him because those things are problematic to a large portion of the population. Right. Um, he doesn't and again, I'm paraphrasing, but if I'm remembering correctly, he doesn't really look at it as an issue of free speech. Um, in a way he's right. Not in a way. I mean, he is technically speaking. Correct because the content is on Spotify, Spotify controls what is said, you know? Right. So it doesn't necessarily make it a free speech thing. Does it make it a Spotify has now censored their biggest star? And is it a bad look for Spotify? Yeah. Potentially. But
0: I mean, it does make it a free speech issue, but it's like the employer is what's controlling the free speech. So it's not like, I don't know. It's not like free speech based. I don't, know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Like not like free speech based off the constitution, but like ba- free speech based off of your employer telling you what you can and can't say kind of thing.
1: Well, that's not free speech then. And that, that was his point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, free speech is protected by the constitution. In this case, that's not what we're talking about because it's, it's a matter of Spotify controlling the content that it puts out and they do have control. okay as much as joe romans said in the beginning like they're not going to censor me like well he's already been censored they didn't put up certain episodes he had to apologize about what he said about i don't even remember what it was at this point he's had to backtrack a few times now he never did that before
2: yeah
1: and he never would have done it before but he has to do that now so well Mm -hmm. the whole free speech thing also it's such a in a way, like I just didn't like the fact that Neil Young thought he had the right to say that someone else didn't have the right to say something. And I know that's sort of the <laughs> the the most simplistic way of looking at it, but I really don't. I mean, that's it's lame to me. You know, just mind your fucking business. You know. But again, this is just me. If I'm Neil Young, if I if I get paid if I get paid one hundred and fifty million dollars for anything that I do, and I'm I'm living that life of. I'm taken care of. Would it be irresponsible of me to use my influence in the way that Neil Young did? I don't know. And if I had that amount of money, would I want to use my influence? I don't know. But I know right now, as the person I am here today, mind my my fucking business. Am I going to tell someone what they can or can't do? What
0: if, say, tomorrow, news headline shows exactly what we're talking about with the Neil Young thing, like the whole Pfizer senior, uh, whatever the guy was like the connection there and everything. And the the headline tomorrow is that Neil Young, uh, pulled his music from Spotify and then said, like it was based off of that reasoning, not because of the actual misinformation deal, but because of his connection to Pfizer. Do people go after Neil Young? No. Does the narrative change? It doesn't. No. Hmm. That, I don't know. Make, like, I see a lot of people going after Neil Young though, because that's a that's like a corporate greed situation. Like I, I think the narrative changes after that. Not that you're still not going to have a lot of people saying that Rogan is spreading misinformation, but now it's not. It's not just Neil Young standing up for you know, correct information being put out there. It's Neil Young is part of a bigger thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let me double check this, but I think I just found it. Because you want to verify that I'm I'm not spreading misinformation. I can tell. (laughs) I can tell right now. (laughs) You're censoring me, I can tell.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: So this is from August 4th, 2020. Yep. Blackstone today announced the appointment of Jeffrey B. Kindler, former chairman of CEO of Pfizer and current CEO of Centrexion Therapeutics. As a senior advisor, Mr. Kindler will bring his deep management experience and wide-ranging expertise in the healthcare sector to advise across the firm's businesses and portfolio companies with a focus on Blackstone tactical opportunities and Blackstone growth. Okay. And again, Blackstone is the company that owns Hypnosis, who is the, the, the fund that bought Neil Young's catalog. Now, again, is it a giant coincidence? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> is it interesting to think about a little bit? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Huh. Does one have anything to do with the other? Maybe not, but maybe it does.
0: (laughs) fun to think about. That's another good title too. Maybe not, but maybe it does.
1: But I'm glad I found it because I didn't want to be spreading misinformation. I would hate to do that to you.
0: I appreciate that, sir.
1: David Blitzer, Global Head of Blackstone Tactical Opportunities, said, We're excited to welcome such an experienced and respected leader of Jeff's caliber as an advisor to Blackstone. We look forward to benefiting from his deep insights and evaluating new investment opportunities and helping our portfolio companies reach their full growth potential. I wonder how long this guy was with Pfizer. Mr. Kindler was formerly the chairman and chief executive officer of Pfizer, the world's largest research-based biopharmaceutical company, which he joined in January 2002. Holy shit, he was there a long time. He joined Pfizer as executive vice president and general counsel, and prior to his appointment as CEO, in 2006, he served as a vice chairman of the company. Prior to that, he also served in senior roles at the McDonald's Corporation and General Electric. How much money do you think that Jesus f- guy... Jesus
2: Christ. Has?
1: How much money do you think that son of a bitch has? Yeah. Dude, that is wealth beyond dreaming of, dude. Like, yeah. come on. I, it's... Uh, how old is this guy? Let me see how old this guy is, because I wonder why. Why this? Why I, I'm curious as to why the switch from CEO of Pfizer to this company where he's focusing on growing the business, right? Yeah, he went from sort of a and it's coming from I know nothing about business, a little bit, but and this is coming from a role where he's sort of established into a role where he now has a I don't know. Let me, let me see how old this guy is. What is I'm the, just curious as to why he went from one to the other.
0: What is that hypnosis? What is that?
1: They're a group that specifically buys music catalogs. They buy the, the licensing rights to various forms of music catalogs. And they're owned by Blackstone, which is who this guy works for. Right. He's 66 years old. He looks... Like what you would think the CEO (laughs) of Pfizer looks like. Let me just say that. (laughs) Anyway, anything else before we go, man? We've we've talked ourselves into circles here about our our friend Joe Rogan as usual, but
0: Mm -hmm. I think we kind of came to a little more of a middle ground on Rogan though.
1: Did we? What's our middle ground?
0: I don't know. I think just between our conversation that we kind of agreed with each other's points a little bit. Like I expected to go into this conversation differing on quite a few things because you, I, you have back, like not backtrack, but you've, you've backslid on Rogan quite a bit over the past probably year or so. And I have, but not like, I, I still don't think that he is purposely, you know, trying to spread misinformation or, you know, trying to hurt people or anything like that. Um, so I don't know. I I think we just, we kind of agreed with each other on some things, but still disagree with each other on some things too, but that's just the way it's going to be. So, yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, in the end, I hope he's not canceled because as I said twice or three times before, it's still all about your research that you do and your decisions on your own. And what, no matter what he says, he can be saying the most idiotic things out there. And you can choose to turn it off and not listen to it.
1: Turn them off, or you can choose, you know to,
0: or you can choose to listen to what he has to say, and then go research it and see if it's actually right or wrong. Because most people aren't doing that; they're just seeing misinformation and they're seeing clips of things that are taken out of context.
1: Yeah, he's Facebook with a voice. Yep. And we all know nothing,
0: but we also know everything.
1: Let's get out of here. <laughs>